Welcome, everybody. It's time once again. Grab your board, catch a wave, and ride the sales pipeline with your host, Matt Hines from Hines Marketing. Hey, Matt. How we doing, Paul? I'm doing good today. What's on the docket for today's show? Oh, my goodness. It's so much fun to uh, be back in the studio. And when I say studio, what I really mean is sitting at my desk here. The, <laughs> the World Command Headquarters for Heinz yes. Marketing here. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a busy summer. We've been out and about quite a bit, but we've been able to maintain our regular uh, regular sessions here at Sales Pipeline Radio. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us if you're listening to us live on uh, on uh, on the radio, and if you're listening to us through our podcasts at Google Play and iTunes Store, welcome. Uh, and if you're listening to us on demand uh, from the archive, our library of all of our shows at SalesPipelineRadio.com, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for listening. I think you're going to find today's episodes pretty fun. Uh, I, w- I will tell you, Paul, that um, I, so I, I'm very proud of my setup here. I've got my cool Sennheiser headphones. I've got my my uh, my blue Yeti blue. Not only the microphone, but also the um, the little uh, the little spit spit guard or whatever you call this thing here. But like so, last week I was at Content Marketing World in Cleveland, and I was I recorded a podcast with a gentleman who does a uh, to enterprise marketing uh, consulting business, and it was I felt like I was in a live radio studio. I mean, he, I was, we we were on both sides of the table. He had the big microphones with the arms. Uh, he had this whole console in front of him to master the sound. I'm sure it looks like you've got some of that there in in the studio. All of that. We got all of this. You have to oh, get I'm you so to come jealous. down and do it. Live live show here from our big studio here now i just i mean i just i, I think I'm, I'm a gadget junkie i just want to buy it and have it here just, just, <laughs> uh, if my wife will like because it'll encourage me to stay in the office so i can do these here um all right well enough about that i am i'm really excited we, these these episodes go by so fast uh and i want to make sure we get plenty of time for our guest today uh we're so excited to finally have on the show We've got arden arden kleiss who is the uh, author of a new book spinach in your boss's teeth arden i've known for years now uh based up here in seattle and she is an etiquette consultant and with a specific focus on business etiquette which when i first heard that i'm like hmm, never heard of one of those before and the more i read her stuff the more i learn from her the more i realize just how important it is especially in today's uh, more casual and therefore more complicated, uh, as far as I'm concerned, business environment. So, Arden, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Matt. Hey, let's, let me start with, I mean, I can, we can talk about your background. I mean, like, you know, you've, you've got a fun story of sort of growing up and just really, really disliking manners and thinking that it was a bunch of just silly rules and then, you know, getting your first business, business dinner, I think it was, and, and realizing, boy, those actually come in fairly handy. Um, but, you know, I, you don't really see a lot of etiquette consultants. Uh, so what exactly does a business etiquette consultant do? I know it does seem sort of like a, a rare profession, but it's amazing how many of us are actually out there. I teach professionals from executives to frontline staff how to confidently and comfortably navigate business situations and be more polished for career and social success. So let me give you an example. Through, through corporate trainings or coaching, um, I work with people on how to be professional, let's say on like email or phone or how to conduct a business meal with an important client, or how to tell someone they have spinach in their teeth. So it's basically those little um, rules and guidelines for how to present ourselves in the business world. I agree with you that etiquette's incredibly important, and I think it almost is more complicated today because things have gotten 
I mean, so it's gotten more casual, but not always more casual, right? I mean, like we're based here in Seattle, and you know, I can walk into almost any meetings in jeans and a nice shirt, and I'm dressed plenty well. Uh, if I wear je- nice jeans, a button-up shirt, and a in a sport coat into a meeting on the East Coast, I might by far be the the least dressed person. So, how how do you sort of do that in today's world? How do you sort of know where the ground rules are and and where to get started? Well, you can consult books. Um, that helps a lot. A lot of it, too, is checking in with the people that you're meeting with or finding out, you know, looking at your contacts. You know, in the case of attire, we have to make certain assumptions that uh, certain parts of the country are a little bit more formal. So as you experience, the East Coast is more formal, and jeans probably would not fly. Anytime you're meeting internationally, you definitely need to, to dress up. So there are some of those basic rules in, in my book, and I'm sure in other etiquette books as well. But, yeah, sometimes if you don't know those things, you have to just observe and watch and see or, you know, consult with an etiquette consultant. (laughs) That's right. We're talking with Arden Arden Kleiss, who is the author of the new book, Spinach in Your Boss's Teeth, which is available on Amazon.com. And I got to tell you, this was such a good book for me to read. I I, I love the title, first of all. But it's, it's, you you know, some of the things that you read about etiquette, some of them are really common sense. But just because something is common sense doesn't mean we actually follow it. So what are a couple things that can kind of whet people's appetite about the book that you think are fundamental for? I mean, you know, our listeners tend to be more on the sales and marketing side, but just in general for people that are in business, what are some of those common sense things that we either forget, have forgotten, or are particularly important to remember and to execute in today's business sure. Sure. Well, I think, you know, I think one of the biggest ones right now is probably the most controversial too, and that is when it's appropriate to use your phone or your digital device. You know, especially in this really mixed generational time when a lot of boomers are really bothered by um, people pulling out their phones in a meeting and, um, you know, looking at it and responding to texts or emails or whatever. Um, so, you know, really the rule is to start by not using your phone in a meeting. Um, and actually, I think it's really, if you're conducting, you're a salesperson, you're conducting a meeting, I would actually say to someone, to the group you're meeting with, hey, phone's on or, you know, digital device is okay or not okay. Mm-hmm. So everyone's on the same page and you're not uh, you're not using your phone and others are staring at you thinking, you know, what an idiot <laughs> or how rude yeah. um, or vice versa. You know, so sort of tempering it based on on the um, the the group, but I think as a general rule, stay away from pulling your phone out when you're meeting with people because it just signals to them that that phone is more important than the person in front of you. Let's talk a little more about devices because uh, I would agree with you on the phone. Like it's it's you know we all just you know we it's a it's a nervous tick for some people, mm-hmm. but there's others that use you know, use their phone or use their laptops as a note taking device. You know they're sitting right. in a meeting and they they want to use uh, you know a laptop or a tablet or sometimes a phone to to take notes and to record what's going on in the meeting. Um, I'll tell you, I have, sh- I've tr- I mean, I look. I mean, if you see me in a meeting, you know that I'm guilty of doing that as well. But I, I, I've been trying to shy away from it, a because I've come to believe that when I write stuff down with pen and paper, I remember it better. Um, yeah. But also because if I don't have a computer in front of me, I give the impression that I'm more engaged in the meeting. Can you talk a little bit about sort of what's the di- what are the dynamics and psychology behind that, and what are your recommendations on how to how to manage that? Yeah, well, I think I think Matt, it's really cool that you've you've discovered that you're actually <laughs> able to be more engaged by using pen and paper and that it helps you to remember things better. 
you know, if you if someone is really opposed to writing things down pen and paper, then sort of saying in the beginning of the meeting, hey, just want you to know I'm going to be taking notes on my laptop. I'm not checking my email, and don't check your email. <laughs> um, and, you know, just take notes. But you, you've you brought up a really good point, and I do want to mention this. That That is that when you are using a laptop or a tablet or whatever to take notes, or you're looking at your phone for information, even if it's related to the meeting, you're not able to be as present. So you miss some of those nonverbal cues, and um, you're, you're, it's you know it's a myth that we can multitask. So you're also not able to always hear what's being said, and so you can't be as fully present. And sometimes being able to see some of those nonverbal cues or the way someone, you know, sort of under the breath says something, it's really important that you catch those, uh, especially as a salesperson. So I would say, you know, I love the idea of pen and paper. I really do. So I'm kudos to you for for doing that. Oh well, I mean, look the uh, the it's, the idea is great. I mean, actually following through on that sometimes is a lot more difficult. And even uh, my handwriting is terrible. Uh, so I mean, literally, I'm I'm staring at some uh, notes I took from a meeting, uh, the phone call that I had before before the show today. And I'm like, I, I some of that I can't even recognize. If I had typed it, might have been better. But there's something yeah, when you're in those meetings about you can't the perception. Read it. Yeah, well, there, there's the perception, right? I mean, I think even if you're better at one thing, it, it, people are going to perceive that you're not as engaged, and that can make a mm-hmm. difference. Talk exactly. a little bit about what that means then if you are on the phone. Uh, and a lot of a lot of people listening to this show are either in or managing or working with inside sales teams where you're not in front of someone. You're not – what you're doing physically is not immediately re- uh, present to them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how much of this is important when you're on the phone – you know, both in terms of sort of your ability to focus on the conversation, but also what are some of the key uh, sort of reminders from an etiquette standpoint for someone who's in more of an inside phone-based sales role? Yeah, so a few things. Uh, first of all, one of the things that's really helpful, and this sounds that's going to sound so corny, but our tone is so important when we're on the phone because we don't have body language to communicate meaning. And so being able to have a warmer tone in your voice really helps. And one of the ways you can do that is by smiling. So when we smile, it immediately puts warmth in our voice. Again, sounds total corny, but it really does make a difference. One thing that is really useful is or that I'm going to tell you not to do. Mm-hmm. I've had salespeople do this to me, and it merely says to me, salesperson. And that is saying my name like every few yes. seconds. Yes. So, Arden, I want to talk to you about this, blah, 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 and Arden, blah, blah, blah. And I just, I cringe. So it's really great to use a client or a prospect's name maybe two, three at the most times in a conversation because it shows that, you know, you're engaged with them, you you know their name, and people love hearing their name, but not every few seconds. So that's that's one that I would say avoid. Another one, and this is hard when you're on the phone, is interrupting people because, again, you don't have that body language to be able to see when someone's wrapping up. So you almost have to slow down a little bit and give someone a few extra seconds, even if it's milliseconds, to sort of end before then you jump in. I totally agree, and thank you so much for bringing up that issue of people mentioning the first name. Um, you know, I think you know doing it once or twice is one thing, but you, we, you know, I think we've all had experience with folks that do it just multiple, multiple times, and it just—I right. think it gets a little creepy sometimes. Uh, we're talking today with 
Arden Kleiss, you can find out more for, about her her uh, overall, her website at kleissetiquette.com. I highly recommend you check that out. I mean, you can sign up for her business etiquette tips newsletter. Uh, she does everything from uh, one-on-one coaching to uh, team and management training. Uh, I think you, you also offer manners classes and camps for children and teens, which I think is just awesome. Uh, and definitely take advantage of her new book called Spinach in Your Boss's Teeth, uh, Essential Etiquette for Professional uh, for successional services. And uh, we're going to talk a lot more with uh, Arden after we get back from our break. We're going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about uh, specific etiquette when you're out and about, networking, dining, drinking, uh, lots of things that we're all doing today in business. Uh, there's a right way and a wrong way in the way you're perceived. As, uh, as I think it was Warren Buffett once said, you spend years and years building a reputation. It takes just a couple minutes to ruin it. We'll be back with Arden in just a couple minutes. Sales Pipeline Radio. In a world where the speed of innovation and change in B2B marketing has never been greater, the only thing bigger is the need for clarity, for a blueprint, for a guide to what's really working. And how about a way to apply it specifically today to increase sales pipeline growth, velocity, and most of all, conversion? That's what you'll find in the Modern Marketer's Field Guide. And amazingly, you can download it for free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds, H-E-I-N-Z-M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G. It encompasses the entire sales and marketing cycle, but in quick bursts with lots of specific, actionable ideas, strategies, tactics you can put to work right away, like today. The loaded table of contents helps you narrow in and tackle a problem, and it's something you can come back to over and over again as a reference guide. Why not download your free copy of the Modern Marketer's Field Guide? It's free. HeinzMarketing.com, just like it sounds. H-E-I-N-Z, marketing.com. Whether you're producing a seminar series, user's conference, lunch and learn, or exhibiting at a trade show, Validar has a solution. From capturing leads at trade shows to managing on-site registration, tracking session attendance, gathering information, and providing sponsors lead retrieval, we have a full suite of solutions for you. Since 2005, Validar has been turning corporate events and trade shows into better business. Call 888-784-2929 or visit us at Validar.com. And now back to Matt and his guest. Wait, let me get that piece out just right out of your there. Okay. Yeah, right. You know what's funny is um and this is I think I think this is hopefully Arden takes this as a as a compliment. There's two people in Seattle that when I see them, I immediately get very self-conscious about what I'm doing. One uh is uh, is a gal who has actually uh who is a wardrobe consultant. She's basically a personal stylist. Um and whenever I see her, I immediately am thinking, "Crap, what am I wearing? Is it the right colors? Is it the right season? Am I putting the things together right?" Cuz I'm terrible at those things. And the other is Arden cuz I'm like, "Okay, did I, you know, how, you know, am I making enough eye contact? Am I doing the right things?" And I think she would probably be the first to say uh, that, hey, the fact that you're thinking about that, the fact that you're aware that some of these things are right, some of these things you should be doing is is, is half the battle. Uh, thanks again for joining us today, Sales Pipeline Radio. You can catch all of our past episodes at salespipelineradio.com. If you want a replay of our conversation with Arden as well as any of our past guests, uh, you can catch us there as well as on Google Play and the iTunes Store. Uh, make sure you join us every Thursday at 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific. Next week, well, I'm very excited. We've got Joe Chernoff, who is the VP of Marketing at Insight Squared. He is one of the preeminent content marketing strategists, content marketing thought leaders in all of B2B. We're going to talk about content marketing, the role it plays in sales and marketing. 
Next couple of weeks, we're going to feature some other great guests. We got Laura Shackelford coming up. She runs marketing at a company uh, called Altify and just has a wide, wide variety of experience in uh, in B two B marketing. We're going to tap into, and then finally, in a couple of weeks, we've got Deb Calvert who runs a company called Putting People First, and we're going to talk about the people side of business, including coaching, leadership development, training for your for your managers, and more. Uh, but want to get back to our, our guest today, Arden Kleiss, who is the uh, the uh, what I consider the preeminent national business etiquette expert and the author of the new book, Spinach in Your Boss's Teeth. Speaking of spinach, Arden, let's talk about uh, dining etiquette. I mean, I think you know that we've, we're doing lots of work online and on our social channels, but then we actually get in front of each other, and uh, <laughs> like the art of the the art of interactions in in a dining in a, in a sort of even a networking perspective is easy to get lost and to not think about what what's right and what's wrong talk a little first about let's talk about dining and, and business rules what are some tips to help make help make those those uh meals more successful but really kind of easier and more comfortable as well because that's part of the point right is to have a good yeah. time while you're doing that yeah absolutely so one of the things that i suggest is when you're setting up a um, meeting with a client over a business meal at lunch or something, find out if they have any food restrictions because you wouldn't want to take a gluten-free client to an Italian restaurant or your vegetarian customer to a steakhouse. So get that clear. And then um, one thing that um, I see often is people saying, well, where do, you, where do you want to get lunch? Where do you want to have lunch? And that puts the onus on the client or the prospect or whoever you're inviting to the meal. So instead... Say, you know, there's a great vegetarian restaurant down the street, or I really like the uh, Thai restaurant. Um, do you have a preference? And then make the reservation or, you know, the arrangements and um, let the prospect or the person you're meeting with know the time that you're meeting. Another thing that's really great to do is to arrive early so you can be sure that you get a good table, you can seat your guest in a place where they get a view or they're facing out into the restaurant and they're not facing the bathroom or the kitchen or, you know, some terrible place. You can also make payment arrangements because, you know, Matt, when you sit down and especially for a male client with a female person, you know, you men, we love you for this, but you always want to pay. And so to avoid that awkward check grab, Ask the, the waiter to put the check next to you, or you can have the maitre d' run your credit card as you're leaving the restaurant, mm-hmm. and then you look really suave because you just, <laughs> you know, you sign it after you, um, your guest has left. One other thing, this is something that I see a lot that people really struggle with, and this is when you sit down to a really crowded table, like let's say you go to the uh, a, a conference or a meeting where there's a round table full of place settings, and you don't know which items belong to you and which belong to your neighbor. So just think of the acronym BMW. We all want a BMW, right? So BMW, your bread, the B is bread, which is on the left, your meal is in the middle, and the water or your glasses is on the right. So there's a few tips. I have so many more questions, and Paul's already telling me we're starting to run out of time. He's using one hand for the number of minutes we have left, uh, which which <laughs> stinks because I think like we could go forever. I had a whole bunch of networking questions, but I'm going to ask you the one question that I feel like I always have that um, it just always comes up. When I go to meet someone, do I ha- handshake? Do I give them a hug? Uh, like, how do I know which of those I'm supposed to do? Because I feel like the, the intersection is sometimes when you get those weird, awkward moments. Right. Uh, but what's the rule around that? 
Right, yeah. So the rule is if you're just meeting someone for the first time, definitely a handshake. Yeah. If it's someone that you've met and you're, you're feeling like maybe you could, a, a hug would be appropriate, ask first to say, hey, you know, can I give you a hug? Or <laughs> wait for them to, to make the move. But you can never go wrong with a handshake. It's always appropriate. All right, that that definitely helps me. I'm literally writing this down. I'm gonna like put it on a <laughs> index card or something and remind me of the other right thing. All right, so I, I you know I, I don't want to run out of time without talking more about the book. So talk talk more about the book, how that got started. Who's the book for? Who should be reading the the, the book Spinach in Your Boss's Teeth? Yeah, so really anyone who has ever wondered how to handle etiquette dilemmas in the workplace, like how to introduce someone whose name you've forgotten or what to say to a chatty coworker. So it doesn't matter if you're starting out in your career or you're a seasoned executive. Really, the book has information for everyone uh, from how to make a great first and lasting impression to global etiquette, you know, how to interact with clients from other parts of the world. And, yeah, so there's something really that anyone can benefit from. That's great. And where can people find, I mean, you can find it on Amazon, but what do you recommend people do if they're thinking, hey, the book sounds interesting, I want to learn more about Arden and what she's doing. What is the best place to go look for that? Sure. Well, they can come to my website at kleisetiquette.com. And Kleiss is a little challenging to spell C-L-I-S-E and then etiquette.com. They can find the book on amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com. And, uh, yeah, those are the places where they can find us. Hey, Matt, can I ask a question? Yes, you can, yes, you may. What's the proper etiquette to say? How do you spell etiquette? Hey, there you go. Etiquette. E-T-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. I know, it's a really hard... Somewhere in there, I lost a letter. <laughs> E-T-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. Awesome. Yeah, thank you very much. Now, uh, not, not the easiest word to spell, but uh, this stuff's important. I think as we and increasingly as we sort of digitize a lot of our communication. Uh, and look, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm wearing jeans on a Thursday. I love the fact that I can dress down a little bit in the office and at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there certainly are a number of etiquette best practices that still today differentiate you, uh, still today can make you stand out. Uh, impressions matter. Relationships matter. Your personal brand absolutely matters, whether you're doing it on the phone an email, uh, you know, over dinner, give it a handshake or a hug. It, it all matters quite a bit. So really excited to have Arden, Arden, Cleese, Arden Cleese, excuse me, on our, 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 our show today. Definitely check out the book, uh, Spinach in Your Boss's Teeth, and check out our website at, at kleisetiquette.com. If you want to hear more uh, from Arden, if you want to hear a uh, replay of this episode, you can check it out uh, very soon at uh, salespipelineradio.com. If you want to check out any of our past episodes, we've had just some amazing guests across the sales and marketing world uh, that have an impact across a lot of different areas of focus. You can find us at salespipelineradio.com. You can always find us as well uh, in on-demand podcasts at uh, the Google Play and the iTunes Store. And definitely join us live every Thursday at 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific. We have some great guests coming up in the next few weeks and into Q4. Uh, uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you to Arden for joining us today, sharing some great feedback. Look forward to seeing you next week, seeing you online, seeing you on the podcast. This is Matt Hines from Hines Marketing. This has been Sales Pipeline Radio. Well, you learned the right way to ask the right questions today on Sales Pipeline Radio with Matt Hines, Hines Marketing.